0: It's The True Penny Show, with your host, James True Penny. Hello and welcome to The True Penny Show. My name's James True Penny, this is my show, and today we are doing our annual preview of then New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 15, obviously it's not Wrestle Kingdom 15 every year, it's just this year's, this called Wrestle Kingdom 15, and to join me today, first of all, is the deathmatch editor for Steel Chair Magazine, will you please welcome Mr. John Dinsdale, how are you sir? Happy Hello. New Year.
1: Happy New Year, it's not the crack of dawn for once when you've dragged me out to record, so it's, I'm feeling pretty good.
0: This is six o'clock in the evening, by the way, and this is probably be recorded a couple of hours before you hear it, because the actual show is tomorrow morning when the show would normally go out. But also joining show. us today, <laughs> one of the two days of the shows, also joining us today is a man who's been away teaching at El Generico's orphanage for the last 18 months, and he's just come back from Mexico. Will you please welcome Mr. Alex Edwards. How are you? I'm all right. I'm glad to be back. It's been a while.
2: And, you know, those orphans, they're, they're grown up a bit now and they can, they can get on a bit on their own. So I decided to make the comeback, do the big, you know, it's not quite New Year's Dash yet for the big return, but close enough. So,
0: yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about this show. Zzz, yeah. You've just reminded me, we actually have three days of wrestling to do, uh, <laughs> because, well, we, we have no idea what's going to happen at New Year's Dash, because oh. that is pretty Everything happens at the Wrestle Kingdom. A New Year Dash sets you up for the rest of the year. But we are at Wrestle Kingdom. It is the big show, if you will. And as me, John, and Alex were discussing beforehand, this show might not even happen. (laughs) Because Japan is likely to go into full lockdown within the next 48 hours. So you might get one day of it. You might get two days of it. You might get three days of it. Or you might get nothing at all. It's one of those cards-to-be-decided-later deals. But Isn't we'll an start...
2: exciting world that we live in right now?
0: <laughs> wrestling wrestling may roulette. or may not happen.
2: R- Things R- might happen or might not. R- Great show, guys. Go on. Uh, <laughs> Go on, John.
1: It's like playing Russian roulette with wrestling shows. It's like, I've got a ticket for this.
2: Will it happen? Spins the
1: revolver.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anywho, we're going to start at the beginning. That's where you would normally start. And I am so glad to announce that the new japan rambo is back for those of you unfamiliar with the rambo it is essentially new japan's royal rumble it's based on time sequences of people coming into the ring over the top rules but as always in japan pinfalls and submissions count as well uh, which usually makes the whole thing a lot more interesting than an american battle royal because you get all sorts of odd ganging up on people and that's really cool if you want to know where Rambo comes from, it's a Japanese word which essentially means run riot. So there you go. Really? Alex, How
3: what's your thoughts?
1: Cameo. No, there you go. Uh, uh,
0: no, it's, it's, it's actually Rambo, where everyone says Rambo. So, anywho, Alex, what do you think? Who's going to win this one? As we don't know who's in it. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's the thing, isn't it? So it looks like going by internet sources it's going to be a 22 man rambo and the it's going to apparently determine who will challenge for the provisional kopw 2021 trophy on night two so yes basic i'm not sure is this match gonna have four winners then because the match on night two is meant to be a four-way if yeah sort of tradition tradition of last year so yes Yeah, I don't know if we're actually going to get a winner here, or does it just get to a final four and then they stop? Or who knows?
0: Or or do they go all the way so you can seed the four entrants in the King of Pro Wrestling For those of you not been familiar with New Japan, the King of Pro Wrestling Championship was invented by Kazuchika (laughs) Okada, who was having an off night. And Mm -hmm. um, he basically came up with the concept of a four-way match to decide who is the King of Pro Wrestling. And then the winner of that King of Pro Wrestling is the King of Pro Wrestling for the rest of the year so long as he can defend that championship. The King of Pro Wrestling for 2020 was Toru Yano, who beat Okada in the first King of Pro Wrestling final and then successfully defended it for the rest of the year. I hope you've caught up with us there. So and I mean we're,
2: I guess the fact that Yano was the champion last year sort of explains, you know, what kind of title this is. And how seriously it's taken.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's been loads of mean people who like the fact that uh, Bad Luck Farley broke Jarno's trophy, and I just thought it was mean. John, your thoughts on this matchup?
1: I mean, it'll be fun. It's always nice to sort of, when you're half-dead, comatose, watching at, like, 6am, just like, oh, there's a lot of people in. And you always get a lot of fun cameos, which you probably won't get this year, so I can't exactly go and say, oh, Cheeseburger's going to go and win it all, or something like that.
0: Yeah, no Scott Norton, um, probably you're not going to get a lot of the regulars that come back. No Haku, I wouldn't have thought. It's probably going to be but, uh, a lot
1: of the, like, veterans just given something to do, so i will probably see like, 10s on... Nagata and people like that sort of just kicking the crap out of people for a bit before they get unceremoniously eliminated
2: I mean I, do you I think they also... might also throw a bunch of the juniors in here as well just to give them Problem something to do, I on guess
0: yeah I mean there's also I would say show would actually have a good showing if you'll pardon the pun oh. um I'm... hey <laughs> 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 steady now um, I also point, think not
1: at the wrestler. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> I think as well, you're going to have, you kind of got to stick people in to get them on the card. There's no match for Ishii. There's no match for Yoshihashi. There's no match for, uh, ooh, I'm trying to think, Bushi. There's a bunch of names that we see all year round that are just not on this card because they're in Menorah Suzuki. And really, that's where I'm thinking, because I'm thinking well, if you want to set King of Pro Wrestling up with an interesting story for the first six months, you go back to three years ago, Toriano versus Minoru Suzuki was one of the most entertaining storylines in pro wrestling. And I think the king of pro wrestling claims the king of pro wrestling 2021 town, crown, and Toriano chases him for the next three months. That was what I'd do. But that's I don't know. not
2: that's not a bad idea. I mean, so the whole point of the title is that every title match is meant to have some sort of stipulation, isn't it? So yeah, you could yeah, yeah, have yeah. that where you have Suzuki win the title here or on night two, and then his mm-hmm. stipulation is like, you know, Pancro's rules or something along those lines <laughs> where he's like, you know what? We're not having the silliness anymore. It's a serious title now. And he just, yeah, kicks the crap out of people for a year.
0: Yeah. Or even you could do it that you could do it that way around. Or Yano somehow manages to like, like even in a Pancras match, and he turns up like properly bare feet and taped fist and everything. And well, I mean, you match, are, you are to...
2: talking about accomplished amateur wrestler Toriano, <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately I mean, <laughs> a very good wrestler.
0: Did you see, um, well, oh, it was the, G, the G1 match between Yano and Zack Sabre Jr. was hilarious. Mm, definitely. <laughs> Zack says, says, come here then, Mr. Amateur Wrestling. Let's be having you. Which was pretty funny, but there you go. So, we, we're, there's, there, any more comments on the Rambo, or are we good? Um, I think
1: we might potentially put some of the Stardom stars in this. Because they're um, having mm-hmm. them often, like, to, the sh- you after so you mean, know.
3: Uh-huh.
2: it's like i think the they, whole they... the intergender thing is i don't know if that's something that they would want to do as a company like obviously mm. i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it i'm just saying i don't think it's the sort of thing they would want to do and yeah. i'm not sure if contractually that would work either because i mean we we'll, we'll probably mention it a bit later on with the with those stardom matches but they're not legally allowed to be shown on new japan world because of contractual reasons so i don't know if that's just because they're stardom yeah, no. presented matches or because it's the contracts that the stardom wrestlers have mean they can't
0: i would say it's to do with the actual company so for those of you who don't know um i think stardom is contracted to gaioria tv um it may not be gay or I can't remember which. which it, it's not the TV station, the, the asai TV station that New Japan is contracted with. New Japan is a, is a TV station, but they look after all of the streaming for New Japan. And similarly, a TV company looks after the streaming for Stardom. But because it was negotiated in the days of Fuka and Rossi um uh, ownership of the company, it's a different company. And when Bushiro bought out Stardom from Rossi and from Fuka, they couldn't get rid of the contract, and are currently waiting for that contract, which is quite long, to play itself out, so that they can um, so that then they can get them under their own TV contract, and then you can have more mixed cards. The issue at the minute is, though, the Stardom girls are opening this with a six-man tag match on night two. You can't show that on New Japan World, and it can't be shown on the stream. Um, The Stardom stream either because it's got New Japan logos everywhere, (laughs) so it just doesn't work. It's one of the the things they perhaps should have looked at.
1: The live crowd's getting some amazing matches that no one else is going to see. Brilliant. Yeah,
0: that's Uh, it. So, so having having them in the battle royal, they couldn't really, from a contractual point of view. And I agree with Alex. I don't think it's a robust you want to go down as far as mixed gender stuff is concerned. B Priestley can appear on New Japan shows because she's not wrestling; she's managing hence that's how they get away with it basically but that's where we are with it really and yeah we'll talk about style stuff the following night but let's move on to match two which will be hiromo takahashi the best of super juniors champion versus el phantasmo the current reigning super j cup winner and it'll be a singles touch as a title the number one contender for the IWGP junior heavyweight championship who will go on to a slobber knocker on night two because whoever wins this is going to have a bit of a Bit of a do with Taji Ishimori, John. Your thoughts, please.
1: God, I wish this was either Blake Christian or Leo Rush. Like, <laughs> I I like El Fantasma, but just thinking about Hiromu Takahashi versus like Blake Christian or Leo Rush is just way cooler. Uh, Hiromu's winning this. This is this is kind of one of the more obvious matches on the card. Like, I think it's going be great. I...
0: But yeah. yeah, I mean, the the problem with what you just said, which is great, and I think you're absolutely right, is neither of them have got long-term contracts to, to New Japan and they've put a lot of money into El Fantasma and they're not going to give up on him now, are they? So I would say, yes, I think you're right. I don't see Fantasma winning this match, but he's certainly going to have a Koku with Takahashi. Alex, what's your thoughts on this?
2: Um, Pretty much the same as what John just said. I just wish it wasn't El Fantasma in this match. I've never really been a fan of his. I'm, you know, I just, it just seems like throwing another match on the card just because they need to fill a space. I wish Hiro Ishimori and not had to bother with this. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure it'll be a fine match, but I'm really not invested in anything involving ELP. And so, yeah, it's going to be one of those ones where. I'll be waking up during the Rambo and then I'll go make a coffee during this match <laughs> and then come back to see Hiromu win.
1: They should have just given us Hiromu Desperado too. It's
0: literally... Yes. Yes.
2: Please. Just I... do more with Despi because he was he's been so good recently.
0: Yeah, I think I I kind of agree with you. I don't think there's anything inherently bad about ELP. I think I think the issue is he started doing the stuff Osprey used to do to annoy Osprey, but it never left when he stopped wrestling Osprey. So now it's just annoying stuff. So it's like, and that I get it, yeah, King Heel and all that stuff, but it, it just doesn't you need to move on. You've got to develop. And to be fair to him, he hasn't had a year in a ring developing. He's kind of been stuck in Canada because he couldn't go anywhere else. So, yeah, I think I, I kind of agree. I wish it was somebody else. I don't think it's going to be dreadful. I think it's just not going to be particularly heated. I think really? it's one of the ones think... where
2: by the end of this show, we'll forget that this match even happened.
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing. I'm... It's a backhanded compliment, but I think ELP is just the guy to do that with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... it, they're
1: both great wrestlers. It's just everyone's forgotten about ELP because Hiromu's been dazzling all year because he can E.L.P. has been stuck yeah. away from New Japan TV for the longest time.
0: Yeah, no, not his fault, just the way things are. And he had not been in RevPro either because he got stuck in Canada. So there you go. Let's move on to something that is definitely heated. The IWGP Tag Team Championship match. The current champions, Dangerous Techers, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. Challenge to the greatest IWGP Tag Team Champions of all times. The Gorillas of Destiny, Tambatonga, Tonga and Tanga Loa. Alex, your thoughts? This is one I am looking
2: a bit more forward to. I think Zach and Taichi have been a really great team. And I think last year was maybe the best in-ring year of Taichi's career. Yes, sort of between 2019, <laughs> 2020, he's had some really, really good matches. His run through the G1 last year was really good. And so I think that team, anything that they're involved in is instantly at least entertaining which is something (laughs) that has got me a bit more hyped for this match i think god coming back at the start i wasn't overly excited to see them back just because they have a bit of a history of being a bit slow and their matches are a little bit either too much sort of interference stuff or they're just a bit dull but Saying that, throughout World Tag League, I think they had some decent matches, and I think that finals match was pretty good with Fin Juice. And so yeah. I think this could be good. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens here. And what's really going to interest me is who's the heels here, because you've got two heel teams from the two sort of biggest heel factions facing each other. So who's gonna be the heels? Who's gonna sort of take that sort of default babyface
0: side or is it just going to be a wild brawl with everyone being heels? Emily, uh, Emily Pratt of Fanbite uh, did discuss this in her preview of Wrestle Kingdom earlier today. And she said, bullet club is always more evil than Suzuki Goon, So therefore, G.O.D. are the heels. Yeah, but I that guess I that, that, makes that. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. And I think Zach and Taichi, they're, Although they are heels, they're popular enough that they'll be able to pull that off. So, yeah, I'm I'm quite looking forward to this one, actually. I think it should be a good match.
0: I just yeah, really I hope so that well.
2: they keep the Jado interference to a minimum.
0: Um, judging by the World Tag League finals, no. <laughs> but, but I agree with you. Mm. It would be nice to have a... This is the big show, and it would be nice for Tamatongo Matongo, Tangaloa, to say, no, we're going to do this on our own. You've got us this far. Don't worry about it. We've got this. And, you know, because I... I kind of want Tamatonga and Loa to win, not because of like kayfabe reasons, like they're not being like, you know, I'm a big fan of theirs. I am. I think they're really good. But I think it's a more interesting story to tell. They have this last dominant reign to really cement themselves of the aces of the tag division, which they kind of have been by default. But they need something to really say, we are the best tag team you've ever had. And then they can rub it in people's faces for years to come. And I think that would be a worthwhile thing to do, even if it's not necessarily going to make the best match, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I think I get what you mean. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, I mean, I had on, sort of prediction-wise, I had it down as dangerous techers to win. But I think the idea you have there has sort of convinced me a bit that maybe Jodie winning wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. <laughs>
0: No, no. I think that's the thing. John, what's your thoughts on this? Do you agree with me or am I completely wrong? Because I know you love Tai Chi tai more chi than anyone else in the Troop in the show.
1: Tai Chi needs and yeah. everything. So I've got dangerous taggers here, but just to answer your sort of face heel question, I'm I can't see Tongaloa and Tama Tonga Loa and Tamatonga ever being baby faces because it's like just the figures, like the size they have, the sort of you could never see one of them being picked apart. Whereas you look at someone like Zach or Tai Chi, who are both obviously strong in their own regards, but you could see them being dismantled by someone like G.O.D. Whereas you could... That's the sort of strength G.O.D. has. You could never see someone dismantling them. You've always got to work against them, not the other way around where you're dominating them. Like, this will be an interesting match, and I don't really care who wins, because both teams are interesting to me. It's just Tai Chi. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the only time GOD have been baby faces that I can remember is in the elite Bullet Club days when Cody was full on heel and Cody and Hangman wrestled GOD in LA, I think it was. And GOD in California are way over, like way over. And it was blindingly obvious they were not going to be heels in that match. Um, and they they wrestled as babyfaces. And it's the only time I've seen them as wrestles as babyfaces, and they were really good at it as well. But you're right. I think the, their psychology is about being the biggest, baddest boys in the park, isn't it? And that's really where they're at. So I agree with you to that extent. So yeah, to, well, completely, in fact. All right, then. So, John, our next matchup is going to be the certification holder for the number one contendership to the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship currently held by one John Moxley. Uh, Kenta is going to defend that against Satoshi Kojima at the Wrestle Kingdom. This will be the first championship match Kojima, singles championship match I can remember Kojima being in since he defended the NWA championship against Rob Conway at Wrestle Kingdom 8, I think, a long time ago. John, what's your thoughts on this one?
1: This is a really weird match. Like I know Kojima's been on this sort of undefeated streak at the moment. But it just feels like it's come out of nowhere.
0: That's because it's, like, it's come out of nowhere.
1: That's because <laughs> it did, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I dropped off during Tag League, but I kept seeing, because I've got the New Japan highlights on YouTube and things like that. You keep seeing, like, well, oh, Kojima remains undefeated. Kojima remains undefeated. And it's just, like, cool, Kojima's <laughs> fun, but why is he undefeated? And I guess this is Why?
0: Yeah, Juice Robinson had an injury on the last night of World Tag League or the night after World Tag League on the last show of the year, I think it was. And it was going to be Juice Robinson because obviously Juice had a pin over Kenta, I think, at one point this year. Yeah. The and G- they had a rematch in the G1. So he was going to claim his shot at the shot at the championship, if that makes sense. And then Juice got mm-hmm. injured, so he can't wrestle. And Kojima was kicking about. Apparently, he walked into Gato's office first. <laughs> so, Oh, <but laughs> you're here.
2: Here, have a title
0: match.
1: It just feels exactly hey! like the El Fantasma match. It's like, you know who's going to win this. It'll be fun, but there is no suspense in this whatsoever.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Unless... How it, unless this, is, this is the thing. Me and Emily Pratt were discussing this again. So we had a chat about this because... Keiji Muto is challenging for the GHC Heavyweight Championship on February 21st. Uh, this is the big, big show for Noah, in the first big, big show for Noah in the new year. And there's only two people currently active left who can win the Triple Crown of Triple Crowns. So that's the AWG, AGPW Triple Crown, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, and the Global Honor Crown Championship. And the only two people left are Muto and Kojima. And I said Kojima has about as much chance of winning the global three-round world championship as sorry championship as I have, um, and then all of a sudden he gets this long undefeated streak, and a shot a shot at a shot at a championship, and now I'm just like wondering if they're just going to farm him off to Noah for a bit and see <laughs> if he gets a strong run here. Um, if they could, they're, they're talking about working with other companies, it could happen. Just saying. It's a bit of a weird conspiracy theory, but hey, I'm all about weird conspiracy theories, as everybody knows. So yeah, so we'll see. Alex, what's your thoughts on this one?
2: I mean, I think we've buried the lead a bit here, where, you know, this is <laughs> Bullet Club versus Bread Club. This is the,
0: the actual <laughs> final
2: showdown. It's actually happening.
0: True, and, true. We've not that... had a senior member of Bullet Club against a senior member of Bread Club.
2: There you go. That's the real duel here. Um, but no, more seriously. Why is John Moxley still the US champion? Why haven't they <laughs> stripped him yet? It's been so, so long since he's even appeared near a New Japan camera, let alone defend the title. I mean, I just don't understand why we're doing this certificate match when they could just say, right, it's a new year. He hasn't defended ages. This is now for the title. And I mean, because... I guess there's always the chance they could do that right before the match, I guess. But, you know, I, I get that they want to have the, you know, the big match with Kenta and Moxley. But you could still do that. Just, you you know, you have Kenta win the title here. And then Moxley, whenever he's available to come over, comes and says, you know what? I never actually lost that. I want it back. You've got your yeah. match. So... Why
1: didn't they do that on Strong? You've got an American-based TV show. Why didn't they just... Because they sent Kenta over there at one point, didn't they? I'm sure I, of think, it. No. So I
2: think part of Moxley's deal with AEW is that he can he can Carousel, wrestle for other companies outside of America, but he can't wrestle yeah. for anyone except AEW in America. So he can't wrestle also, for New Japan USA.
1: Yeah. Let's buy in a special oh, occasion then. Yeah.
0: Also Kenta is a American resident. He doesn't live in Japan. Yeah, he's still in Um, Florida from his time
2: in WWE. Yeah, he
0: never moved back to Japan. He just flies out when they need him. So, so for all intents and purposes, he's an American wrestler. So, that's why he was on strong. It was easier to get G White to Los Angeles than it was to go into Tokyo. So, they sent him as well. Um, But, yeah, so, yeah, no, I I think it's just going to be interesting. I think it's just going to be a fun match. I I completely agree with you. I mean, just as far as the Moxley thing is concerned, it does concern me because, like, he missed one flight. A year before, and had to be stripped of the championship.
2: Mm. I'm wondering and if it's a thing been... of he, you know, he physically has the belt or something, and they don't want to shell out yeah. for a new one. I don't know.
1: I think there might a just possibility. be trying to go for this extenuating circumstances thing because obviously you can strip someone for illness, you can strip them for laziness. Can you really strip them for pandemics?
0: Yeah, it's that is like an issue as well.
1: Act of God contract clauses. It's like, oh, we use yeah. the belt for this, but like, oh god, we didn't even encounter for this.
0: It's and yeah, and it also, it just it just looks like I. I know they're not in. They are in negoti They are in negotiations with AEW, but I do know that Tony Khan and Rocky Romero have been having meetings. So I guess they just don't want to offend Tony Khan and AEW, which is a perfectly reasonable thing to do, and, it, and it's. I agree with you. It's annoying from a like a storyline point of view. The U.S. champion is is not there, uh, but equally, I think it's as well. It's it's kind of a squib, and it's just a nice squib, and it's a get away with it squib. My so, big
1: question about it though would be: Have people actually missed the belt, or have they missed Moxley? That's
2: well, yeah. That that's the whole thing, isn't it? I mean, I'm not. A massive fan of this belt even existing to start with i think new japan has too many titles as it is but yeah i mean if you're gonna say it's for a shot at a title that hasn't been around for almost a year now it just makes me Mm. wonder what the point is
0: yeah i mean it's also it's a division that tends to be based around U.S. outlook to U.S.-based wrestlers. Minoru Suzuki was the first kind of like proper Japanese wrestler to challenge for it to any any extent since Tomo Ishii in the final against Kenny Omega when it was first designed. And it's also slightly pointless this year because there's not been the big U.S. presence in front of an audience, and that's really what it's for. It's the main event shows in Long Beach and San Francisco and at the Cow Palace, you know, and it's and they can't do that at the minute. They just can't. And who knows when they'll be able to do it again. But, so yeah, I can understand. So let us move on then to the next match. Hiroshi Tanahashi will wrestle the great Okan for no apparent reason. Alex, your thoughts?
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah, it is a sort of a random one, but I'm quite looking forward to it. I think Okan has been really good since his return um, from RevPro. I think he's looked really impressive and... I'll be interested to see how he copes here because if you think back, the last two stars to return from excursion to then face Tanahashi at the Dome were Jay White and Kazuchika Okada. So yeah, I think this sets up Great Okan to be a really top, top star if he can cope well here and if he can cope well going forwards. I think they, they see a lot in him and they really, they want to give him that big push it would just be interesting to see in this match how he copes and whether he sort of struggles a little bit like jay white did in that tanahashi match i remember that match being um, a little bit of a letdown at the time yeah. because jay white hadn't figured out his character completely and wasn't you know wasn't really hitting how he is now conversely though i think great okana's got a better handle on what his character is i feel like He's had yeah. that time in Rev Pro to develop it. And since coming back and joining the Empire, he's he's looked good. He, he had a good run in World Tag League. He's had some good matches. And so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on here in his first sort of big singles match with someone like Tanahashi. I think, I think Okan does get the win here purely because yes. I feel like Tanahashi's on his sort of decline now and there's there's always a chance you know could this be tanahashi's last big singles match at wrestle kingdom because of the way over the last year he's been on mm. sort of that that decline of you know less and less main events more and more losses stacking up and it's sort of it's obvious that he's coming towards the end of being the big star
0: yeah i mean they have sledgehammered his this run this story into people because it's like um, there have been um, people have started complaining about how often he gets his knees torn up again um, and yeah because I don't think his knees are actually that bad <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like his movement this year compared to last year was an awful lot better but they've got to give him an excuse for not winning they've got to give him an excuse to move him down the card and I think he's quite happy to get guys over he's had his time he wants to do different things he's been doing different film stuff and TV appearances and i still think he's a valuable player and i still think he's gonna put big matches in this probably isn't going to be his last big match of wrestle kingdom but i agree with you that this is kind of like a passing of the torch moment i don't think he's gonna pass the torch to so a Khan, but he's certainly gonna give him a good showing on the way out i can see this going in 12 or 13 minutes so that's my kind of thought so but yeah what do you think about this john
1: I love how you two are quite like, whimsical and story-focused. I'm just looking at it from the cynical viewpoint of, oh, this is the apology for jobbing him out to Okada in his first match back. <laughs> I was like, you've taken him yeah, off no. but you are going to get Tanahashi at the dorm and it will be a most glorious win. And it's like, it's going to be fun. I like Okan. I can't take him particularly seriously at times but I like the character, I like the moveset and I think he'll savage Tanahashi which is something I'm yeah. always down for seeing it's it's just I can't <laughs> look past the cynical mindset of just sort of oh he lost to Okada but he'll beat Tanahashi it's like we, we yeah. give and we take
0: yeah no I can I can I can see that it makes perfect sense Okada didn't have a great opening sequence especially as he was a guy who came in from RevPro undefe- undefeated beating everybody in RevPro and then got jobbed out for three months which doesn't really show well on your relationship with Rev Pro, does it? <laughs> but um... it
1: was less Great Khan, more or Master Wato.
2: Yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't get me started on him. We, we'll get to him later.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's 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 move on to other people we don't like that much. Um, Kazuchika Okada will wrestle Billy Emotion spray in his uh, uh, what did I call it earlier? <laughs> oh, yeah. Colonization Riot Squad Uh <laughs> <O> spray. <laughs> <laughs> In a singles match, um, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think Akada wins this. I think just he'll squeak it, but I think that it will give Osprey a good shout and make sure he looks he's well looked after. Um, but this hasn't got the fire that Jay White versus Akada had two years ago. Just hasn't got that fire, which is what it needs to set up action up. It needs something big and dark and horrible, and that just hasn't happened yet. So, John, what's your thoughts on this?
1: I, It's one of those... <laughs> like, oh, it's it's a thing. It's Like, obviously, we all hate us Os- Like, we hate Osprey for certain reasons. Like, there are yeah. specific reasons we hate him. Like, he's a great in-ring talent. No one will ever take that away from him, but he's a bit of a knob. But, yeah. And to be honest, his faction just feels like a knockoff Bullet Club, and he feels like a knockoff Jay White. Do it like a more athletic, but less charismatic, less threatening, less daunting yeah. to Jay White, which is what he's trying to be and failing to be. So, if we get a bloody carbon copy of Okada White here, I'll be disappointed. Like this could be the perfect moment for Osprey to sort of set himself apart as a different type of heel. <laughs> But yeah. chances are it's just going to be another Osprey match with the same spots and the same... There's a f- there's the Osprey formula, and that's probably all this will be, just it's Okada taking it instead of I, whoever else.
0: I see that being less of an issue from a matchmaking point of view if he can put some heat into it. But I'm not convinced on the heat yet. I'll have yet to see enough heat out of him as a heel. Um, I will say my favourite comment from this week is... Flip Gordon said something really stupid. I can't remember what it was on Twitter. And David Finley's response was, you are the dumbest human being I have ever met, and I know oh, what
1: that's, Oh, that's from months <clears throat> ago. This was when yeah, America it's was Yeah, resurfaced through, this week. When America was going through pandemic conspiracy theory mode. <laughs> <It> is...
0: <laughs> well, Flip's permanently in a conspiracy theory mode. He didn't vote because he doesn't believe that elections are worthwhile exercises because... The the the, the um, Illuminati will decide everything anyway. That's Cause...
1: perfect because nobody believes in Flip Garden either. So,
0: <laughs> Alex, what's your thoughts on this match? <laughs>
2: um,
0: yeah, I think it'll be alright. I think
2: <laughs> I think it'll be a good match. Um, I don't know. I think what John was saying just then about the sort of the uh, the um, the Osprey formula for a match. I think that was my main interest here is i think the change in character is a good move i think it's good for a bit of you know refresh osprey new heel gimmick and everything but so far there hasn't really been too much of a change outside of him just being a bit of he's a generic heel man now and so yeah i'm interested to see here whether we see a bit more of a change to you know, his moveset, how he approaches the matches, things like that. I think in ring, this will be good. Um, but yeah, it's it's what you were saying about the story's been a little bit flat, which is a shame because you'd think, you know, mm. two of the top stars in the company from one of the bigger factions, you know, turning on each other should be a really big deal and a really big feud and a big match and this has sort of fallen a little bit flat. Um so yeah, I'm interested to see how this works and what happens here, but I'm not as it's... interested as I would have been in maybe another year with it approached a little bit differently.
0: Yeah, I think this I think this is the issue is <sighs> Big heel, big storyline stuff hasn't hit the way it should do. And I think a lot of it is down to crowd reaction. Like uh, Wrestle Kingdom last year when Moxley successfully defended against Juice Robinson and they had that great match and Juice gets cheered down the alleyway and Moxley takes the microphone and starts shouting and, and Suzuki's music hits. There's a palpable experience in the hall of, oh my God, Suzuki versus Moxley. And, Though this isn't that, it's not that kind of experience, but there hasn't been the big pops you sometimes need to be able to create heat, and you can't do it. You can't physically do it. You cannot get that amount of noise. You can get a gasp, but that's about it, with the way the current um, audience restrictions are set up. And I'm wondering if it's partly that, because the reaction for Osprey when he turned heel on a card wasn't as shocking as it perhaps could have been.
1: I think my sense. biggest... I think the issue is Obviously wrestling is character based For the most part You've got your shoes mm. and everything else is character And with heels yeah. You know They're a character They're not The bad guys they pre- like, Pretend to be Like J.Y. is yeah. probably a nice guy behind the scenes We know Will Ospreay Is a dick yeah and they've turned him heel because no one outside of japan is going to cheer for him at all so mm. it it feels like this heel turns come about for all the wrong reasons and they might have had the empire idea like set up long before this year even came about but i feel like we're all All the sort of smart marks, I guess if you want to call it that, and the people that pay attention to wrestling news and movements and things like that are all seeing this as the sort of cynical way for New Japan to keep Austria alive, basically, because they've sunk so much money into him. Just before the Mm. pandemic hit, he had the big, oh, I'm moving to Japan moment. I'm going to chase my dreams thing. And it was this all feel good. And then... Like, I am not blaming the movement in any way, just before someone tries to throw that angle on me. I'm not in the slightest that needed to happen. But it's it's made Will Ospreay's heel turn feel more like an act of necessity, more than this cunning, evil choice that he's been building up, purely because New Japan are yeah. trying to counter the fan reactions.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, and, yeah... Then that's what's made it. It is what it is. But let's move on to, well, I say happier times. I'm always kind of on the verge of terror when these two wrestle each other. Coach Ibushi will challenge for the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental championships on the 4th of January because he won the G1 Climax, and Tetsuya Naito actually enjoys wrestling Coach Ibushi and, you know, nearly crippling himself on a regular basis. John, this could be... The match of the weekend, if they sit on it just right, like they have every time they have in the past, I cannot see this being anything less than awesome. But will it hit the spots at these two?
1: I think it will. It's like these two are kind of another one of those dependable pairs where it's just like you can put them in the ring together, they'll make magic. There's never going to be a dull night or a boucher match, and despite all the sort of backlash of oh they're going to kill each other, it's like and. Sorry, but if they choose to do that, they choose to do that, and I'm all for it. Like obviously not the crippling <laughs> them, them dying in the ring, but like if they're gonna go all out, I want to see them go out and I all out, and I will support them going all out. It's like they've got the main event of night one, so they're gonna put something special in, and they're obviously gonna try. Like I feel like if nothing else, the winner of this match is gonna come away badly off. Because they've got White tomorrow. Or the White the day after. So there'll Mm. be a story for that as well. It's like if Ibushi wins, he's going to be dead. If Naito wins, he's going to be dead. And White's going to be there to pick the bones. And we'll either get White winning because his opponent was weakened. Or the big heroic, oh, they took on two opponents and lived. Moment going into the new year. But...
0: I... The one thing that worries me about that is Jay White always does what he says he's going to do. And he has said, I'm going to beat you or who or you on January the 5th. He's been very clear about that. So that's, it, they very rarely stray from that. So that's the kind of thing that's like kind of throwing spanners in the works for me. <laughs> and i am like...
1: fine with that because it means that this night one main event is going to be exceptional. Because if you're going to yeah. have the feel bad moment the night after, you need the most explosive, exciting match to remind people why they're watching in the first place.
0: This is true, which is what happened last year because you had a Cardo and NATO, NATO on top. Hey, sorry, you, well, no. You had a Bushi versus NATO, didn't you, the, the night before? Uh, i trying to remember what actually
3: happened.
0: <laughs> and yeah, so you. You got you got Naito versus Accada and NITO takes the championship, but you had the big money matches on the fourth to get to the fifth. And I think you're right. I'm not really sure. I it's the first Wrestle Kingdom where I haven't got a really good idea who's gonna go in with gonna take the championship on the night out. So we'll see. Alex, what's your thoughts on this first major main event of the weekend? <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think
2: I agree with what John just said about you need the big feel good moment here because you know the f- show on the fifth if Jay white wins you've got your sort of your your evil sort of depressing end to the to wrestle Kingdom the problem is what we were just talking about with the crowd reactions in the current state of the company and the current mm. state of the world where Yes, you do want that big, ecstatic, happy ending to this show where, you know, both these guys who are loved by fans are going to have a fantastic match. It's going to be great in ring and you're going to have that big moment at the end where either Naito overcomes Ibushi and he's almost killed himself and, you know, he's, he's overcome all the odds and he's won the match and retain the title and then you've got as your crowd reaction yeah it's it's going to be a strange one i think while i think it'll be a great match i think it's going to be a bit it's going to be affected by those crowd reactions if you think back to the past matches they've had a lot of those big moments were punctuated by the big gasp from the crowd and everyone being like, mm. oh, are they, are they actually injured? Are they okay? What's going to happen? And you're just not going to get that this time around. And I think that's a bit of a shame, especially because I feel like all of this was gearing up to Ibushi winning here. But Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna to want to do that when you can't have that big crowd reaction to Ibushi finally winning the title. So No. Yeah, it's it's a strange one. And I think it obviously it's nothing the company's done wrong. They can't help mm. what's going on and the the sort of the effect that has on what they're having to say to the crowd about how they're allowed to react to things. That's just how it is. But it's Unfortunately, I think it's going to negatively affect this match in that I don't think we're going to get completely what we could have if everything was normal
0: yeah, no, I agree with you I think it's it's going to be odd to see what happens with the crowd reactions i think that's, I think that's a key factor it is like you want the big feel good go home moment out one of these two nights, and whether it's NATO or Obishi winning you'll get that. Um, and if Jay White is going to take the title on the second night, then you need it on the first night to be able to put the darkness in place. And look what happened at last year's main event, like Akada versus NATO. NATO finally achieves all he's promised he will do, only to get blindsided by Kenta. They don't mind sending fans home unhappy if it sets up a good story, and I think that's that's something we've learned out from last year's event. So it kind of pushes me towards Jay White winning on on the uh, Tuesday, but we'll discuss that in a moment. So we move on to night two, Queens Quest. Saya Kamatina, Azm, and Utami Hashiyati will take on Donna Del Mondo's Makai Natsboy and Himaki from Stardom. Any comments on those matches? Because I ain't watched Stardom in a long time. <laughs>
2: if I'm honest, nor have I. I've not really uh... been keeping up with a lot of what Stardom's been doing, and so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it would be nice if we could watch these matches, but unfortunately, because of the way that, as we said, the way that the TV contract works out, we're not going to get to see any of this. Oh,
1: and so, a Fucking Tam Nicano
0: match. Yeah. Put... we return tarn- tarn- oh. <laughs> we tarn- and Tam McAno will take on Donna Don Del Mondo and Sayaru and Gayala. G- 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 How do you pronounce it? G- 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 yeah. Julia, I'll get it right in the end. I was having problems with that earlier. Julia, um, yeah, I think you're right. I, the, the, the thing I've noticed is, is something, asking around the Joshi brethren and sisterhood, if you will, um, most everyone stopped watching Stardom, which is worrying. because And when I asked them why, they said, because it's like girls wrestling in New Japan. It's no longer interesting because... They all look like, you know, Hashimoto main events, twenty-five minutes long, fifteen minutes, nothing happens, and everything happens in the last ten. And I know that
2: I feel like the the rise of Tokyo Joshi Pro has really it's affected it came along at the right sort of time for that company where they've been on the rise as Stardom has sort of has joined Bushi Road and has, you know, sort of been amalgamated Um, into that new Japan universe. And you've now got the sort of, you've got your, you know, relatively established company in Stardom, but then you've got your plucky underdog company out in Tokyo that's doing all these cool, interesting things. And yeah. I've seen a lot more hype for what Tokyo Joji Pro are doing rather than what Stardom have been doing over the past year.
1: I think Stardom yeah. has kind of fallen victim to streaming service convenience as well. Because yeah, stardom has its own dedicated service, whereas TjPw is part of the DDT network, which has where you pay like because I've got it, I pay like seven ninety nine I've got access to Noah, DDT TJPW, Gambar. it's it's so much easier to go for like an all-in-one service where more people are going to watch out of curiosity because they can than perhaps trying to entice people onto like a singular streaming service.
0: There's also the rub rub they get because Tokyo Joshi Pros appear on DDT cards and they're doing a cross promotion with Noah next year. So Noah's been on a real hot streak. They've done some really cool stuff and people are watching Noah again. They're slowly moving past all Japan as the second biggest company in Japan again. And they're putting cool stuff together. So TGPW gets that knock. And I think also TJPW is making bigger stars. They're not afraid to make individual stars. It's not as faction heavy. There's more stuff going on in that show, if that makes sense. I think that's interesting. And there's also the fact like Sendai Girls and Marvelous are also getting good responses as well because they're the established companies. They've been around longer than Stardom have. Well, Marvelous hasn't, but you know it's, it's run by Fikin Chikisunagayo, so it feels like he's 50 years old. But again, they've got big stars like Takoma Roha, Hashimoto, Mako um, Satamura. So they they feel like it's big. There's going to be a big interpromotional feud between Marvelous and Sendai Girls next year. And I think stardom's become homogenized. It's not the company it used to be. And a lot of that has to do with, the obviously, the passing of Hanukkah Mora, but also Kigetsu leaving And a bunch of other people leaving, Cassandra leaving, because it just wasn't, Stardom wasn't their thing anymore. You know, they've been with the company for a couple of years and suddenly they're moving even more heavily into the bikini calendar aesthetic that, you know, Stardom kind of made their name with. But it's not necessarily what Joshi fans want now. And it's difficult to tell with the arenas they've been having, if that makes sense. because. They've booked Budokan Hall for if they get to run it, but that was in January, I think. They were going to put a show on in Budokan, which is going to be really cool, but it's only going to be half full. I had an argument with a very famous, well, not famous famous, but a reasonably well-known New Japan apologist, (laughs) journalist who wrote Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and I said, you know, I said, w- women's wrestling could never fill Budokan Hall before for years and years and years. And I said, well, yeah, that's because Josh is on the uptick and, you know, all the companies are working together. And he said, no, no, it's just down to stardom. Stardom have done this, this, and this. And the money from Bushy Road has done this, this, and this. And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, stardom's done really well. But it, it's, and lo and behold, what's the big match going to be? It's Yoshiko and um uh see a picture of an no, from seed lining the nakamura Nana um, Tana, yeah, Nana Takahashi and yoshiko are coming back to wrestle i can't remember the wrestling in the main event uh that particular show or one of the big matches on that show is going to be the original stardom girls versus the modern generation of stardom and it's like well they couldn't do it by themselves then could they <laughs> I it you know.
1: doesn't murder someone this time Oh yeah.
2: god But I think that kind of sums it up in that You remembered who the old people Coming back were but you couldn't remember Who the current stars are that they're wrestling
0: Yeah that's the thing I think that's the And you're someone
2: who you know Of everyone I know and converse with regularly You are one of the The bigger Joshi Pro Wrestling fans that I know And so if you're not yeah. even completely sure Who the top stars in stardom are right now
0: that may we speak very highly of stardom, yeah? Mayo would sign it, Tam Nukano, Julia, Azm. You remember Cuomo. the personalities, it's like, yeah, yeah, I remember the personalities, but it's it's difficult to like, no, that's what I, I mean. mean. The people
1: you're remembering yeah. are the ones with the biggest personalities, whereas with yeah.
3: PJ
0: PW,
1: I can remember you remember more of them because more of them have been given these special characters,
0: yeah. I mean, there's like someone put a GIF on this morning from a Stardom show, and it's like it was an opening tag match standoff sequence, and people were going nuts for it. They're like, "This is amazing," and I'm like, "But that's kind of reasonably good quality Joshi wrestling. It's like this is fairly standard." But I think as well, I think like newer Joshi fans just don't have the depth that older Joshi fans do, and that sounds very gatekeeping, and I don't like it. I was going to say I think people to watch
2: I was going to say, and, I think but, while you're right, we need to be careful of gatekeeping, like yeah, you know if, if people are genuinely impressed by all this stuff, that's great, like go
0: for it, yeah. watch as
2: much time as you want that's amazing,
0: but... but but I think the more established fans are just like over it and want to go watch stuff that they like, and there's plenty of that available to them. If yeah, that makes I,
1: sense I still like stardom, but I watch more of the other companies than stardom yeah. because it's a easier and b just tends to be more interesting to me
0: i think as well they get sorry carry on alex you go first yeah sorry i was going to change the
2: subject slightly so you carry on with your point and i'll go
0: (laughs) okay i was gonna say i think as well they kind of suffer because they've got a bigger international presence and people think they're bigger than they are in japan if that makes sense because, like, because they relied on international stars like Tony Storm and, well, Beast Priestley Priestleys is another example, um, and uh, Session Moth Martina and all these people that came in from Europe, they have a much bigger, an alpha female. They have a much bigger presence in the rest of the world because they're one of the first companies to go streaming easily available in the West, the first to do English language easily available in the West. So they have this, you have this impression that they're actually bigger than they are in Japan where they're just as big as the other companies in Japan. And I think that's as well as another issue for them. Um, but again, like you said, their streaming service hasn't really developed since they launched it. It's it's a good streaming service, but it's just like you said, it, there's there's other options that are better value for money now. Cory on, Alex. Sorry. That's all right. I
2: was just thinking back when John was talking about the sort of ease of watching other companies like TJPW when you've got... A streaming service that sort of encapsulates so many different promotions in one what'll be interesting to see is uh, sort of what happens when stardom's deal with nippon tv expires will they then look to amalgamate stardom and new japan into one streaming service and have stardom on new japan world I don't know if that's something that feasibly could happen or you know if it if it's possible if it would even happen anytime soon I don't know the details of whatever deal they have with their their broadcasting mm-hmm. partners it might for all I know it might be a decade long deal and this is something that it just po- can't be possible for so long it's not even worth thinking about right now but it would be interesting no. to see even when that could happen if it does and what effect that has on Stardom as a promotion,
0: yeah. I think as well that that might be to Stardom's detriment because I think stardom streaming service is actually easier to use than New Japan World. Um, and it's whether they get portrayed as equals or just get swallowed up is another mm-hmm. issue, as as is always. It's the WCW UWF thing, isn't it? Oh, we'll keep these two companies apart so we can have this big supercard. Oh, well, actually, no, we won't. <laughs> Not that you can have a big supercard, though, Meirutani versus Tetsuya Naito for the double championship. I'd pay to see that any day of the week. I guess we should stop talking about Stardom as we're on a New Japan show. But anywho.
1: You could probably write essays on
2: this sort of thing. I imagine, Yeah, well, you can oh, do. People do. There's yes. lots of good columnists out there doing writing about this as we speak.
0: Yes, definitely. So let's move on. Well, the next matchup we can't really tell you an awful lot about because we don't know who's going to be in it. Uh, it's the four-way match for the Provisional King of Pro Wrestling 2021 Trophy. Um, so we should really leave that one and go on I to mean, a match we can commentate on. Oh, so, X, sorry, was, my,
2: my notes for that match literally say who will be in this match, what is the point of this title. This will probably <laughs> be government pointless.
1: How can you not get behind X?
2: Like,
0: especially when they beat
1: X, it's, it's so powerful to watch.
0: X is the most powerful wrestler in Japanese wrestling. All, I've, all
2: I want now is, James, you've put the idea in my head now of Suzuki wins the King of Pro Wrestling title and just goes on a tear for a year. So that's all I want to see here.
0: Oh, I'm, but just to be defeated at the Christmas Eve show by Tariano.
2: Yeah, on the literally the last show of the year. Yano rolls yeah. him up, and so Yano officially becomes the champion for this year.
0: Yeah, so you have like, and you have Yano trying to win the win the title all the way through the year, but just failing. And then at the final hurdle, he wins it, and then Suzuki's livid So, it just murders people in the Rambo Isn't it next kind
1: customary that Suzuki just starts a year pissed
2: off? I think he's just <laughs> in a, he's in a state of eternal pissed offness.
1: He's like the whole book wrestling.
2: <laughs> He's like Twitter as a man. What's his, what's his secret? He's always
0: angry. Yes. It's still my favourite promo. Will you shut up? Hopefully you'll get run over by a car. It's about the most direct promo you could possibly imagine. It's just brilliant. But there you go. I don't know where it comes from. Everyone. Anyway, we'll move on to the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship, where Suzuki gun the current champions, El Desperado, and Yoshinubi Kanamura, legend that he is, will defend against Raisuki Duguchi, legend that he is, and Master Wato. Alex, your thoughts. Keep it clean. Bullet
2: point number one Master Wato is crap.
0: <laughs> that is
2: the end of my preview for this match. No, um, I, I just. Why is he here? Why, why is he a thing? I was so, you know, in his young lion days, he was really good. He was really he impressive. Was. He was like, yeah. you know, and then he he spends a few years in Mexico. He comes back, and this is he, this is it. He's got blue hair and does a really shoddy martial arts gimmick. It's just, is why it's just. I don't want to see him i don't th- honestly i i can't think of a single person i've seen out there that has said they enjoy master wato can, unless they're joking about it
1: i can tell you something funny alex do you have go on, before, then. but um when they were trying to build up the debut for master wato i thought they were advertising another taguchi character like you know, when he did the um, Shogun thing, they had these trailers for like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just turned out to be Teguchi in disguise. They did this way of the Grandmaster like promo series for Wato and I just thought, oh, cool, Teguchi's getting another character for a few gimmick matches, and the whole wrestler, and
2: yeah, that's I mean, the thing, though, I mean... isn't it? Like the the gimmick is, it, or the gimmick should be a wacky comedy thing, but it's not. He's meant to be taken seriously.
1: He kind of just looks like a shit
2: Power Ranger. Yes. Yeah, just... <laughs> I genuinely... Sorry. When I say I don't see the point in him, I genuinely I don't understand who he's meant to be for. Like, who out there is the audience for Master Wato?
1: It's like they used to do tie-ins with animes and stuff. Master Wato feels like he's come from some sort of knockoff martial arts series. It's like, hey, can you remember Bloodsport and the American Ninja movies? Why don't we have a character that's like them?
0: And then they mix it up. I think, seriously, somebody's been looking at a Chinese history book, because that's where Great Khan comes from, obviously, from Genghis Khan. Um, So Wato has just been like, you know a, a, a couple of dynasties ago in in china um prior, prior obviously to the current communist regime um but yeah for me it's the fringe i've been well well um well verbal in my dislike of the fringe um you know emo it, cut, no no it's the fringe it's the really
2: the weak kicks the weird sort of not even that impressive court screw move off the top it's just
1: even he hates his own gimmick. He doesn't look comfortable in it
0: at all. Absolutely time. not. But would no. you look comfortable wearing velour trousers and a belt in a wrestling ring? That's the thing. I'm wondering,
2: is it meant is it meant to be some sort of punishment at first? Has he done something wrong that we don't know about? <laughs> Me or... and John
0: talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> or Why, is this what, meant what to did be,
2: you do? <laughs> is this meant to be leading somewhere where suddenly he's gonna do a, you know, a, a classic Vince Russo turn of he, Tears the blue trousers off, and he's like, "You've been underplaying me for so long, you know. This this gimmick sucks, and I'm back to being <laughs> serious now.
0: I don't and
1: know. Oh, even if he does that, I feel like the damage is done at this point. Like, you looking. It's the at seven.
0: It's yeah. It's the Dustin Rhodes thing, isn't it? It's it's seven in WCW. It's like. Where he and he gave up on it, <laughs> but yes, carry I'm on, Johnson. looking
1: Sorry. at this this match in general, A, I forgot the IWG WGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles existed to begin with, and B, I'm just like, thinking, is this the best competition you could have come up for, like come up with for Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado, a team that have basically carried that division? It's like this match feels it's... like a joke, almost an insult to Suzuki Gun. But nothing I think, against Taguchi, it's just this team has nothing.
2: I think that's the thing, though. You say they've been carrying the division. They are the division at this point. There's this no is, other teams. This is, yeah. Like, it's Roppongi different. 3K, obviously, Yo is injured, so they're out. Taguchi's got his sort of, you know, rotating wheel of random partners, which Master Watto <laughs> is apparently the most recent one. But, you know, I genuinely, I can't think of any other teams in this division. And it goes back to, you know, for the past three years now on this podcast, however long it's been, I've been saying, and I know others have been saying as well, why haven't they unified the tag titles? What is the point in the junior tag titles being separated when there's no division there? It's just, again, this makes me think, why are these titles a thing? Just unify them with the heavyweight tag titles and you know you can get some more interesting matches out of it
0: i think the big issue is like these tag titles were descendant of again a bit of a history lesson but the wrestling and romance uh, junior heavyweight division that was booked by ultima dragon in the uh, mid 90s was the first junior heavyweight tag team division and then all the other companies followed suit and I feel that they would feel that New Japan's is the most historic of the three championships now. And I feel they would be doing the titles a disservice by retiring them. I can understand what you're saying. But again, I think you're right. If Yo doesn't tear ligaments, this is a much better uh, match. Because it's obvious they were going to go with Suzuki gun versus Rapingi 3K. That, that's the obvious thing to do. If Rocky Romero could get to the to Japan you know, the coaches versus the Zuki gun is the obvious thing to do, not this. They just booked themselves into a corner through injury. I don't think there's anything else they can do. And and I think you're right, John. I think it's not, I don't think it's an insult to Desperado and Kinomura, but it is just awkward. It's just they got stuck. I mean, it's like how many historic, like cards of all three of us looked through and gone back and we're just like, how did that happen? And it's just sometimes because it has to happen. And that's just the way it is. I don't this think this like is It's
1: an gonna... FMW 2000s tag match. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the same Terry... lack of quality as an FMW 2000s
0: tag match. Terry Funk and Balls Mahoney versus the Rock and Roll Express. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it'll be dreadful, but I don't see the point. If it's I not say. A murder,
1: I will be disappointed.
0: <laughs> I just
1: got 10 minutes of Desperado and Kanamaru beating Wato up as Taguchi looks on, just thinking yep, thank god that ain't me
2: I just really think that Desperado should be doing much bigger things, I mean one of my favourite moments from last year was that match with him and Hiromu in the Best of the Super Juniors final when Desperado are masking and you have that and then literally, what, two, three weeks later, he's in this, this. it just he just feels like he should be doing so much bigger things right now than this.
1: He should have held I the openweight he... title by now. They've I was gonna say so many heavyweights and he's come out looking the better person. Why has he not been given a run with the openweight title?
0: I, I was just gonna say that. I think the match he should be having is the one Shinko Takagi's gonna be having with Jeff Cobb. Um but again, they've gotta get Jeff Cobb over. Um
1: why? I, I've missed the <laughs> Cobb
0: story <guys. laughs> I just I I, I like well, Jeff I Cole. I think
1: exactly. Is he part of the Empire or something? Is this? He is. Yeah. You so watched
2: watch World, yeah. The Empire you
0: watched
2: World as Tag as League, well. didn't you? Um, no, I, I skipped it. So Jeff okay, Cole so... is Great Khan's tag partner as part of the Empire.
1: Oh. I did see them teaming and thought it was a bit odd. I didn't realize Cobb was a full blown member of the Empire. I thought they just mashed two people together because Osprey has got better things to do than take part in Tag League.
0: Yeah, no, Cobb's uh, Cobb had. um, Well, if if you had a singles match lined up for Wrestle Kingdom, you couldn't be in Tag League. That was the rules, except for Shingo Takagi, because Lij needed someone in and needed a heavyweight. They couldn't put Bushy in for the heavyweight tag team tournament whilst he was supposed to be doing the junior heavyweight tournament at the same time. So I think Bushy could have pulled that off, to be honest. He's nice. smart wrestling. Um, but yeah, um, so Shingo ended up tagging with uh, Sonada, and then but this is the bit that gets me. So he got pinned by Jeff Cobb, and Cobb gets, "Oh, look at that! Never Weight champion has been pinned by Jeff Cobb. Dave Finley pinned him two days before, and no one cared. And it's like, well, why didn't Dave Finley got this title shot then? He pinned him first.
1: Because Cobb's already in Japan. Dave, Dave Finley was in Japan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dave Finley actually, was in the World Tag League.
1: I actually like David Finley. Why can't we add that match? I've mean, got nothing against yeah. Jeff Cobb, but that seems like the more interesting match, considering I know what Cobb's going to do, because I saw it in the G1 already.
2: Yeah. yeah. I guess it's just a case that... of Cobb is part of what's meant to be the hot new group, and you want to have all three members of that group in big matches. And... You know, you have the pre established storyline with Okada and Osprey. You've got Okan doing his thing with Tanahashi, and then Cobb is sort of like, uh,
0: looking around the room, Shingo, you have a match now, off you go. Uh...
2: Yeah,
0: I, th- I think that's it. And I think, I mean, Cobb was never open weight champion before. If Cobb so wins, it makes I'm
1: canceling my subscription.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I... I think. I think I think I think the 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 feud you want is Shingo Takagi and Desperado, and you want Shingo Takagi and Dave Finlay.
2: Yeah, because you even Dave... have the the Lij thing there, where obviously Shingo is part of the same group as Hiromu. Despi hates Hiromu, so he hates Shingo as well. Yeah. Like it you can write it that way, and it makes sense.
0: Yeah, and Dave Finlay has literally made himself through world tag league in the last two years he is a serious threat to championships now because he's pinned loads of people with a good clean finisher and that's important in new japan that that's what gets you put for. but no one cares when dave wins which is the really annoying thing but there you go i swear if this we'll becomes
1: move. an osprey filled interference fest then i will be pissed because... I
0: don't think they'll do that. If I look looking at World Tag League, they didn't really do that. Obviously, Osprey wasn't on that tour, but they didn't like they cheated, but they didn't cheat that much. Like this will makes be sense.
1: a good match. It'll be a good match because the pair work together well. We've seen it happen before. Yeah, but...
0: and it's honestly and is not process. a
1: credible winner to this.
0: I guess we'll see. Anything else, to add, John? When I mean, you good with that?
1: No, I was just sort of basically mourning that Cobb isn't a credible winner if he
0: wins. <laughs> Are you good with that, Alex? It'll be a
2: match. It'll be a good match, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't really care. Shingo's good. I'll be happy to see Shingo.
0: <laughs> Jeff's alright. He'll do. Alright, moving on. Uh, Evil will wrestle Sonada in a <sighs> singles match. Oh, speaking now of you- bullshitty interference. Well, yeah. <laughs> This is a trouble, okay? And I know you have groaned, John, but I will point out: Evil was a bigger draw in main events in the same time period for New Japan than Kenny Omega was. That's... That was something that cropped up.
1: <laughs> like, cool. I, 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 still don't want to see this match. I find I know Hinata you don't want to see this match. At the best of times and then putting him against someone else who's been dull at the best of times. This, this is going to be a match where I'll end up falling asleep from exhaustion.
0: However, it will shift loads of t-shirts just saying it's there for a reason. Um, so you're not, you're not keen.
1: <laughs> really? What gave that away?
0: <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add?
1: Can we stop with the Evil vs. L.I.J. feud? It's boring.
2: Okay, then, Alex, your thoughts? So this is one that, you know, in theory has been built up for years of these guys being partners and then they all the stuff happens with Evil leaving. You have the two partners that have been together through everything facing each other on the big stage. And going back through what I've said about Evil and Sonata in past podcasts over the last few years you would think that I will be really excited for this match because these are two of my guys. <laughs> these are two of the yeah. guys that I think, you know, future stars, both been really good and really looked bright through moments and had some great matches. And you get to this and I just don't care. Like this whole evil run has been really lackluster. It's been really flat. And again, that partly comes down to the crowd reactions we were talking about earlier. But a lot of it just comes down to the fact that he's just become another Bullet Club member and every Bullet Club member the matches are all the same they cheat, there's interference everyone gets bored of it and you know, that's it and he's just become another one of those guys, which is really really disappointing
0: I think as well is he's toned himself down he isn't He's a heel now, so he can't be as stoic and heroic. But, but his a lot name of was evil. literally evil. But, yeah. Yes. but equally, He was always he meant wasn't to be a heel. He, you know he was always meant to be a heel, but it is like he wrestled like a baby face even when he was a heel. And then, which is one of the things that made him unique. But now he's an even healier heel. He has to be even more heelish. And the only way you can do that is by less wrestling, less coherently by and less interestingly. By having worse matches. I will which pop is...
1: twice during this match. Once when Dick Togo garrots the Nada, which will inev- inevitably happen, <laughs> and once when the match is over because it means I no longer have to fucking watch it.
0: <laughs> or Red Shoes might kick out Togo to start with, which is probably what might happen. That's that's, that's a, that, that is a classic Reggie music.
1: There'll be one moment I pop in that mark, and that's when it's over.
0: I'd just say I, I, I again. I was reading Emily Pratt's thing this morning, and she pointed out that like the the first rumours that there was friction between Evil and Sonada in a kayfabe sense was when Sonada wrote a blog post, and I was like thinking you know, like if you transfer that to the big feuds of the '80s, Jenna Tira Tenru writing a blog post about Stan Hansen. Would be amazing.
2: Writing a a column in the local paper
0: (laughs) got on his nerves. (laughs) Why why I dislike Jumbo Saruta and he's far too stoic for his own good. But yes. Speaking Um, of
2: stoicism, that's hmm. another thing is Sonata. Obviously the Sonata character is all based around he doesn't show any emotion. Which fine, you know, I've been a fan of Sonata in the past. (laughs) You know, I've been a big fan of Sonata in the past. I've ranted and raved on here for quite a lot. Yeah, years about how I think Sonata is going to be a big (laughs) star. And the thing is, he's never really developed past that. What I was expecting to see was gradually when it came to the big moments, the big matches, he would show that emotion. He would, you know, really come across as a big star, which has sort of happened here and there-ish, but you haven't really seen it completely throughout this feud. I mean, he he's gotten angry a few times, and he's sort of chased evil off, but that's about it. So I'm hoping yeah. that we see some sort of fire and emotion from him in this match, because otherwise it's going to be a really dull 20, 25-minute headlock match, which is just, I'm
0: going to fall asleep. What you what you needed this to be was Roddy Piper smashing a beer bottle over his head in Portland when he's going up against doing cutting a promo against the sheep herders kind of angry. Mm. And you just haven't got that because these two aren't those kind of wrestlers. Um and I, but I mean, like yeah, I mean from like an actual money making point of view, Japanese fans will lap this up. They've loved it this year. But again, from a Western wrestling fan point of view, it's not as, as interesting as it could be so that's the issue isn't it i think that's another thing as well they've really this last 12 months they've really tried to consolidate um their japanese audience and they've really tried to look after their japanese audience and a lot of the things they've done partly through necessity is because they haven't been able to get the Gaijin in that they want has been like trying to knuckle down on some traditional japanese tropes like this That work and that make money and you know it's going to make money and it's not necessarily going to put people bums in seats in the pyramid in Long Beach but it's certainly going to put bums in seats in Currican Hall and that's I think is something we forget but yes carry on
2: I've I've got no problem with that at all that makes complete sense I think where it falls apart a little bit is again it's saying the same thing again about the crowd reactions is I think this would have worked if you could hear the fans going crazy for it. If you got those yeah. really big emotional reactions to these matches and, the, and those moments between them, then, yeah, I think that would come across a lot better on screen and that we would be more behind it. But where mm. that just hasn't been possible, it's sort of exposed the fact that there isn't really that much here.
0: Yeah. No, I think, that, I think you're right with that, really. Right, then... Let us move on. The semi-main event will be the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship being defended by the current champion, Taiji Shimori, who feel he's overlooked as he- a junior heavyweight champion and feels he's underappreciated by the New Japan brass, possibly because he's an outsider from nowhere, possibly because they think is the biggest star. Hiromu's the biggest star. So uh, that's really where this angle comes from. And I'm not being funny, but it ain't going to be Elm Faltasmo to blow off that story. It has to be Hiro Takahashi. John, what do you think of this particular I, semi-main event?
1: I almost wish it's Phantasmo.
0: <laughs> just to ruin the storyline. <laughs>
1: just imagine... No, because imagine if Ishimari comes in, he's got this attitude of being overlooked, even in his own like club faction thing, and he just murders Phantasmo he becomes a hero everyone loves him for it because he's just murdered phantasmor like it would be so interesting like so short lived but so interesting but oh no. yeah
0: cuz <laughs> cuz then hero is- would challenge at new beginnings so
1: Ishimari versus takahashi is going to be amazing like there's there's no doubt again he oh, can yeah. put magic on no matter what I kind of want Ishimari to retain, because he, whenever Ishimari gets the belt, they really don't give him a run. And it sucks, because Ishimari is exceptionally good. He's got one of the best movesets of a junior. He's got the best physique of the juniors, now that Chingo has finally acknowledged the fact he's a bloody heavyweight. And hmm. he's so different. Like, I just like the fact that Ishimori took a gimmick that was bloody cursed and gave it some actual legitimacy, and then went on to be incredibly cool in the division until they thought, "Oh yeah, we've got um, oh, what's his name, Ryu Lee. Let's let's give him the belt instead." And look how that turned out.
2: You just reminded me of the original fun. Bone Soldier, and now I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: three years since the original bone soldier left us and went off to a better place good night sweet prince (laughs) three years anyway yes alex your thoughts
2: um yeah i think this will be really good if it's Hiromu in the match which it should be (laughs) (laughs) um i mean yeah Whatever way you look at it, Hiromu needs to be in this match. It just wouldn't make any sense it being El Fantasma. The whole storyline points to Hiromu. Ishimori and Fantasma are in the same faction, so that wouldn't make sense. So, yeah, Hiromu should be in this match, and it should be really, really good. I think both those guys have a history of you know good chemistry between them and putting on really good matches, and so I'm really looking forward to what they can do here. The question I have is you would think it being the big show that the big babyface star would win, which would mean Hiromu wins the title. But mm-hmm. where does he go from there? Because he's already sort of dominated the junior division now. He's won the title multiple times. He's clearly the biggest star. Where do you go with Hiromu from here?
1: They might have Ryu Lee return it. New Year's Dash. That's the only That's thing. That's a possibility. Think of. That's the only That's thing.
0: That's a possibility. Think. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I would think you put Desperado at Dominion and then you run him to Dominion. That's true. Um, so,
2: yeah. So, actually, thinking about it, if you have really comes back, he's a guy that can challenge. You've got Desperado who should be challenging. You've got show as well, who's been really yeah. good the last year and should be up in that mix. So, yeah, you're right, actually. Maybe, yeah. And again, I think all those could also work with Ishimori um,
0: and have good yeah. matches. So, yeah. I mean, the only, the only top notch guy who's kind of out of the picture will be Bushy. And he could really, he, you could have that as the anniversary show because Faction versus Faction has gone on at the anniversary show. And Takahashi could say it's the anniversary show, it'd be non title. But I think they kind of want Takahashi versus NATO for the anniversary show, because we missed out on it last year. That would be a big deal. Two best friends. Sorry?
1: We won't get it, though, based on who's going to win the next match.
0: That's it. That's the thing. That's another thing that plays into this main event. Naito versus Takahashi is a big deal. That would draw money. and would draw audience. When is the anniversary show
2: again? When does that happen? That's April, May sort of time, isn't it? Yeah. so... So there's time there if... Jay White should win like we thought there's time to take the title back off him again
0: there is, there is that possibility um, usually though you'd want to give somebody a big run and I suppose NATO's really only had the belt since the summer, since August because I think everyone tried to forget that he won the championship for three months but, sorry, um, what, was,
2: what happened in the summer? <laughs> like, all I heard was
0: NATO's had a year-long reign yes Um, so I think the Naito's second reign, Nito's third reign probably hasn't been long enough. From in to me, it's like I think about all the things that have been said down the years, right? So, Naito said that when he gets the championship and he gets the main event run, if it should ever happen, that he will dedicate his life to it, and whatever happens, happens. And if he means he has to retire, then it means he has to retire. He's going all out. Leave it all on the field. That was what he basically said. He dedicated his life to the main event run of New Japan Pro Wrestling and the fans of New Japan. So that tends to make me think they want the belt on him for as long as is humanly possible before his knees explode. So My my counter
1: to that would be, though, who in the past few years, other than Okada, has had a long title reign? No one.
0: Yeah, it kind of is a card as thing. That's the other thing is as popular as NATO is, a card is still your long term money draw because he's 32 and NATO isn't. You know, a card is going to be there for another 10 years at least as a main event player and NATO may not be. So, and they're already kind of like lining up a card to go back to the main event. And it's probably obvious that he'll take a, he could take the New Japan Cup again or he could wind up to Dominion. And, like challenge you as champion there. Like
1: I love so Nitro, so... but I don't think he comes away from this the winner. I think White dom like doesn't dominate as search, but he takes advantage of the match before and takes it. And however long he holds it, Naito might get it back. But I see
0: think... that's the other thing as well. Sorry, Karen.
1: Because obviously they gave White the belt last year. Was it last year or the year before? Yeah, before. They wanted, they wanted to. So... They didn't give him a long reign in the slightest. I think he failed at the first defense at the G1 Supercard. So I feel like now would be the best time, because everyone's still miserable from a pandemic, to make the title scene like this dark, oppressive area where Jay White has won it through dubious means and holds it until either Knight or Carter comes back to power and the world starts looking up again. And then you give a good baby face the title and let it be like right we're entering a new era we're out the pandemic let's have a proper champion again let's have happy times let's that that's, that's
0: that's a very realistic booking kind of stance and i i kind of agree with that as well my my other issue is that first title reign for jay white was only 3 months and one defense as they did more or less with NATO's first championship reign and Okada's first championship reign. The the first one tends to be, let's see how you go. Let's see if you can draw. Let's give you some time with the belt, put you in that position. And then they press go, which points to White. The only thing I can't find is a narrative for Ibushi to be champion other than the fact that it's his time, which is just what it could be. Alex, what's your thoughts on this? pretty
2: much the same thing you just said with Ibushi, I feel like you know, winning the G1 back-to-back years and everything it it seems to be pointing that direction of he finally wins it and becomes a main event star but as you said, that narratively doesn't really line up it all seems to point to Jay White wins, which
1: could... Oh. Unless, could
2: work but yeah sorry john what are you saying
1: unless they go for like the ultimate bastard move which i wouldn't put past them actually you have a bushi win night one everyone thinks is like oh perfect they've, they've finally given it to him it's his time his reign all hail bushy, and white just kills him because yeah. she suffered some sort of horrific injury in the match against Naito. he goes in the fighting champ, and then Night uh, White just kills him. And we're like, "Oh, we had our guy, but we had him for one night, and that was it." And the then thing, you...
2: the thing with that is, I can see the logic behind it, but it doesn't seem like a very New Japan thing to do. Like they yeah, they don't tend to do that sort of booking where they they do the swerves and the you, you know, winning the IWGP heavyweight title is a big deal and it's been treated as a big deal where you have guys that are fantastic throughout their entire careers and they never achieve winning that title because it's such a big thing. And so having Ibushi win it Finally only to have a one day reign mm. and then be sort of you know technically look added, you know, they do the whole the montage of previous mm. champions before the title matches, looking back at the history, having Ibushi in there and then be like, Oh yeah, but he was only champion for one day. It doesn't seem like a new Japan move. It doesn't mm. seem like that would line up with their booking style.
1: Again, the only thing I can counter that with is it hasn't exactly been a normal year for New Japan.
0: No, you're right. But equally, the shortest reign in IWGP history was Genichiro Tenru at 25 days. So so even then, he was a champion
2: for a month. So that's something.
0: Masahiro Chono, like, literally... A living legend, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, only ever held the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for 44 days. So, yeah, I can't see them doing it as a... I can see what you're saying. I could see how it would work, but I don't... just I, It's too... It's too Western wrestling to do. I think you're right. I think it would be an interesting story to tell. I think it would work. 'Cause it gives Ibushi a story. It gives White and it gives NATO a story. But I don't think I can't see it happening. That's the thing. And I think I think there's there's too much stuff that points to NATO and there's too much stuff that points to White. But maybe that's the reason why they're doing that. So we don't think Ibushi will win.
2: Yeah, I think what it comes down to is if Ibushi wins on night one, I feel like he holds on to that title for yeah the rest of the month at least. If that would... Naito wins, I feel like Jay White wins here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that.
1: I can see the sense in having the Ibushi double win because obviously White took the briefcase from him.
0: And yeah, yeah. yeah. so you have not get the title, well.
2: then he gets his revenge on White.
0: This is the first time in a long time we've gone into a Wrestle Kingdom main event and been genuinely perplexed at what would happen. It's because like... it's not Okada it's a simple answer well yeah but I mean like, last year we kind of got I kind of got it wrong because I thought Ocado would sweep it and he didn't but it was kind of like pointing more and more towards NATO as you got closer to the event but this one's just wide open even now we're like literally less than 12 hours away from the show starting and I couldn't tell you who's going to win this main event so yeah They've done the right job. They've booked it the correct way. And I want to see what happens. I want to see what's going to go on. But that's it, I think. Well, we have reviewed or previewed both nights of Wrestle Kingdom, And, of course, New Year's Dash will be on the 6th of January, probably from somewhere in Tokyo, if everything works the way we want it to. Um, you can find it on newjapanworld.njpwworld.com. Uh, and it's free this year on Fight TV if you want to have a taster of what New Japan is like. No need to actually you know go find it on horrible streaming services and stuff. You can actually find it properly on Fight TV if you've got the Fight TV app. I would like to thank my guests today. Mr. Alex Edwards, where can we find you on your social media, sir? And thank you for your time.
2: So you can find me at at Alex underscore Edwards underscore on Twitter or underscore Alex Edwards on Instagram and yeah i'm happy to be back i'm looking forward to talking more about new japan and all things wrestling going forwards it's been fun and it should be hopefully a good week of wrestling provided <laughs> everything goes how it
0: should there you go i would also like to thank mr john dinsdale for his time thank you sir uh, thank you where can we find you on the internet
1: You can find me at John Deathman on Twitter. That is the hell's gateway to everything rambling, writings, and opinions. Obviously, check out Steel Chair, where both me and James write. You can find our works on, well, New Japan features, death matches, you name it.
0: Yeah, there you go. My name's James Troopany. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the show Troopany Show on Twitter and on Facebook, the Troopany Show, and Patreon, where you can keep the Troopany Show free. Forever for everyone, set your alarm clocks early for Tokyo time. It is Wrestle Kingdom in the morning, it is the full on wrestling Christmas for the next three days. If you can catch up with it, I know I will because I'm going to do today at Wrestle Kingdom tomorrow night and on Tuesday night. And I might sneak in today at uh New Year's Dash as well if I can get around to it.
2: If and then we'll probably do
0: a big roundup show if it all happens. And we'll get around to it. We'll do a proper big show at the weekend covering the whole of Wrestle Kingdom. Thank you very much for listening to us today. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye.